My name is Nick Reed, and it is the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing here at Scramblers. And it's also a hero's breakfast. So if you are a veteran, you're going to get yourself free breakfast this morning. That thanks to our friends here at Scramblers, also Delta Roofing, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical, and Serenity Honors. And uh, always thank them for being so generous and making it possible for us to do this. It makes us look real good when all we do is really talk about it. But um, I'll take that. That's perfectly fine uh, being the, the voice of this great and generous event. Uh, Dr. John Lilly will be joining us uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. A reminder, next Friday, uh, Kyle Wyatt will be broadcasting this show from in studio and that is because we are going to be in mexico on the 2023 ksgf great escape sponsored by hvac masters and we'll also be broadcasting from there the broadcast sponsored by ming auto beauty center that will be on tuesday wednesday and thursday that uh we'll have that broadcast monday james clary will be filling in and again on friday kyle wyatt will be filling in from in studio so we will not be out here so there's just sort of a lineup of things to come that way you uh are prepared and you're not caught off guard and you tune in and hopefully you will literally hear the ocean uh i've I've told that that is what our studio our outdoor studio that will be set up is going to be there on the beach to some degree Uh, how close that is uh we shall see but uh definitely looking forward to it i'll stop talking about all that now for those of you who are not going and now jason rima with the latest news update After giving her an ultimatum to step down or be fired, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey filed a court petition Thursday to remove St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner from office. It comes in response to an accident earlier this month involving a repeat offender who was free despite several violations of his bond terms. This is not about politics. This is about the rule of law and justice. Prosecutors are charged with holding wrongdoers accountable under the criminal code. Prosecutors who failed to do that aren't doing their job. Meantime, St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner had this reaction. The people have a process if they do not no longer want me in this office, and that's called an election. The Missouri Attorney General called for her to resign after repeat offender Daniel Riley caused a crash by speeding, putting 16-year-old Janae Edmondson in the hospital. Green County Sheriff Jim Arnott is defending his recent actions to remove encampments of homeless people in Springfield and other locations. He says he was acting in response to requests from property owners who complained about those encampments and the garbage and contamination left by people there. Sheriff Arnott says he's been contacted by people who've offered dumpsters and equipment to help clean up the mass. Crime is down by 20 percent in Springfield. The police chief says property crime dropped 21 percent and crimes against society dropped 19 percent. Crimes against persons fell by 5 percent. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's talk. The first alert forecast sponsored by Navant Employee Benefits that work. A cloudy day, uh, pretty 
well, maybe even cold. 46 for the highest. Slight chance of rain, 35 tonight, mostly cloudy, 55 tomorrow. And Sunday, windy. There is rain likely and a high of 63. Hey, everyone, it's Ryan from A1 Custom Car Care. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm just doing as great as one could hope to do. Got your day straight going down the rails? I do. Right, got, got her straight. Got it all laid out. What about your car? I Well, I I bring it in when you all tell me it needs to be brought in. And it drives straight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Drive straight. So you're sure mm. that the tires aren't wearing? Well... I I think yeah, I mean, ah, see. Well, I had it in recently. I mean, in between then and okay, now. Fair I, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, the, there's kind of that common misconception though that you know, well, I don't need an alignment. Uh-huh. You know, everything's fine. The car drives straight. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that's not always the case. Okay. You know. All right. You're, you're usually dealing with, I mean, things down as low as. One sixteenth of an inch, so it's not not a whole lot in the grand scheme of you know a sure. car, but that much difference can take off up to maybe ten thousand miles of your tire's life. So oh, wow. you get a you know forty thousand mile tire from you know you go get your forty thousand mile tire from big box store mm-hmm. nameless place right, and right. then so, make it a thirty thousand mile. Tire. So you're saying Ooh. simply by not having it. Balanced and or aligned properly or both probably Mm -hmm. you could lose 25% of the life. It's a good idea to check those tires for their alignment. You know, have the vehicle on an alignment rack, have somebody take the measurements and and make sure everything's good about once a year. Okay. And then as far as your rotations Mm -hmm. and your balances, that's another really good thing. What what do you think happens if you don't? Let's say, I never never balance my tires. I don't ever have to rotate them. They're fine. What happens? Uh, Well, it doesn't drive as well this is true handle as well i mean it's not probably good for the tires right yeah but it's kind of like the frog in the pot you know Uh you don't really know sure 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 and what goes on is whatever the the axle is on the Uh car front or rear that does the most work Mm -hmm. that's usually where the most wear is going to happen okay so you'll run those tires out first so you buy a brand new set of four because you're trying to be responsible, and then oh no, two of them are bad. Now I gotta buy two. Do I buy four? Or right. Two? But when you rotate them, you spread that wear and tear out, and then the balancing. Uh, have you ever seen that video of the Dodge Neon? It's like driving down the highway, and somebody like zooms in on the passenger rear tire, and it's like dribbling like a basketball. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And the car's not even moving. Like you, you can't. The person inside has no idea. Oh. And that kind of stuff occurs over time mm-hmm. because of those balance issues. All right. So once a year at least. Yeah, right? once a year. And you take Have it in and say, out. hey, by the way, yeah. check it out. All right. Good advice. There you go. Money-saving advice. Vehicle-saving advice. That's Ryan the goal. A1 Custom Car Care. Thank you, sir, as always. Great to see you. Very welcome. Coming up, I want to make a couple of comments about the, the story um, that uh, Rima had earlier, and it's on, I think, most of the news, local news channels, and are not. And uh, there was a video that uh, circulating on social media that I think prompted the story, this most recent one. And there were allegations that um, someone, a sheriff's deputy, was burning up homeless people's things. They were told, you have two minutes to get out. 
And then in the meantime, they're pouring gasoline on their stuff. They're probably maniacally laughing, like, ha, 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 and then come in with a flamethrower. And uh, according to the sheriff, no, that's not what happened. Uh, and the person who posted the video, who is an advocate of uh, homeless people, or as she calls them, campers, um, well, she acknowledges that she doesn't really have any proof that that's what happened. But nonetheless, this is... <laughs> the way that it is being presented. So I, I want to talk about that uh, coming up here in just a couple of moments as we continue the Friday Road Show broadcast. The American Transmissions talk and text line is 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Floors plus mix of floors plus Springfield, as always, all of your flooring needs. Uh, hardwood flooring, luxury vinyl planking, which can have the look of of uh, hardwood flooring, but uh, perhaps more durability, depending on what product you get. Carpeting, tiling, plus of the floors plus customized showering and Backsplashes plus much more and 0% financing for 12 months. Pretty darn good deal if I do say so myself, especially right now with interest rates going up and, uh, you know, it can get expensive and you put off these home projects and uh, with that 0% financing, it's a pretty great thing to take advantage of. So for all of those floor needs, stop by either of their two locations. They have the Nixa location. They have the Springfield location under Nixa endorsements at KSGF.com. Green County Sheriff responds to burning allegations. Advocate Christy Love believes Green County deputies set a fire. Burning items belonging to homeless people after evacuating an illegal campment on private property February 10th. Love says that she was not at the camp to witness the events, but says that after speaking to many who were present individually, she says that their stories lined up. Of course, because people never coordinate stories. Uh, Arnott is saying it wasn't one of my deputies. So uh, uh, she's claiming this advocate, uh, that police showed up and said, you have two minutes to get all your stuff out of here, and at the two-minute mark, somebody in law enforcement lit a fire. Uh, Now, there was apparently a fire because there was video of it that she posted. However, she admits she has absolutely no proof whatsoever that the fire was something that actually was lit by law enforcement or by one of the deputies. But she believes the people who are angry at law enforcement for kicking them off of somebody else's private land. Could they be telling the truth and and are not be not telling the truth quite possibly? Could the people who are mad at Greene County Sheriff's Department for booting them off of somebody's private land... Uh, possibly just maybe not telling the truth. Yeah, that's quite possible as well. <laughs> now, of, I, and I'm, I'm really open here to the fact that we don't know for sure. You got they said, you got he said. But my gut tells me that the illegal trespassers 
who are angry that they are being booted off someone's land, the land that they are illegally trespassing on, might have incentive to be dishonest on this one, just potentially. That's what my gut tells me. I also, I, I believe are not. Again, I don't have any proof, but I believe him that it wasn't any of his deputies that set the fire, that he doesn't want to say who it is uh, for their safety. I, I don't know if that's really the reason necessarily, uh, other than what's the point? Uh, I mean, what's the point in revealing whom it is that actually lit the fire? Because all it's going to do is open it up to harassment. I don't know that it necessarily puts them in danger. I suppose it could. Uh Better safe than sorry. I, I don't see any downside by not releasing that. Now, I don't know this for sure, but I would imagine if you are in law enforcement and you are going to be responsible for lighting something that is a relatively, <clears throat> relatively speaking, large quantity of things, there's... Maybe some sort of protocol that you would call some other division of the government that deals with fires to do something like that. Uh, again, I, 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 I don't have any insight into this in terms of information being told me, but that's my thought. I, I just quit dancing around it. If I were in law enforcement and I was going to do a control burn, I would think I'd call the fire department and at the you know whether. Have I don't know if that's something that they do, uh, or at least they would, I imagine, need to be on the scene. That, that's what I would do. I don't know if that was done, but point being here, I think that it is completely 100% reasonable to believe that it wasn't one of his deputies that lit the fire. All of that aside, these are people that are trespassing on people's property. I love how they're called campers. These are not campers any more than I am an overnight guest if I break into your home while you're away and decide to live there. These are not campers. These are illegal trespassers, just as if they set up in your front yard. I mean, if one day you wake up, I can't even begin to imagine the frustration of some of these landowners, and I know that the frustration there, because frankly, for years, there have been a number of different business owners uh, who have, when this issue of homelessness comes up and panhandlers, talked about the damage that is done to their property by individuals that are homeless that don't have any respect whatsoever for the land. And many of them, frankly, uh, express that, you know, if they if they didn't trash the place, it would be one thing. But there is a complete, utter lack of respect for the property itself anyhow. I mean, just totally and completely trashed. Not to mention the drugs and, you know, all these other aspects of it that just none of it is good. None of it is healthy. And listen, I understand that there are people that feel a sense of compassion and ask the question, well, what do we do with those people? And that is a discussion to be had, but the answer is not to just default to, well, some random person should be responsible for losing their land to a bunch of individuals that don't even 
attempt to keep their areas tidy, that are doing drugs, that are creating a dangerous situation. And this this shifting of recognizing the fact that these are illegal trespassers and calling them campers is lunacy. It is easy to think that it is not that big of a deal when it's not your land it's happening on. But I would just like for you to imagine one day you wake up and in your front yard are a bunch of people that don't really take care of themselves very well, that perhaps have severe substance abuse problems, strewn trash and fecal matter and urine all over your front yard. And then when you call law enforcement to have them removed and they do just that, people pitch a fit about it. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. One of the sponsors of our Heroes Breakfast, which we have this morning until 9 o'clock. That is, if you are a veteran, uh, then uh, you come out until 9 a.m. You're going to get free breakfast here. That thanks to Scramblers. Air services, heating, cooling, all service, uh, plumbing and electrical. And Delta Roofing and Serenity Honors, and Serenity happens uh, to be here of Serenity Honors. The Wall That Heals is an upcoming event, and uh, so I thought we'd stop you eating your or drinking your hot chocolate, eating the. That's a delicious. That's a very nutritious breakfast you have going there. Not really. What whipped cream on? They really piled it on there too. Whipped cream twice. on top twice. Yeah. Well, they should just bring that can over and let you just spray <laughs> it right in your mouth. I'm sure it's the ready whip. I would think that's some of the best stuff. So, uh, are you gonna? What, what's the story on this wall that heals? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. Uh, what What do we need to know? Talk into the microphone. I don't She's there. She's good. I got. I got. I got over here. Yours is on too. Just so you know. You start. Okay. I'm I'm the I'm the the hard worker. She's just there for fun. Huh. Is that so? Yeah. That's all you do. Okay. So it's coming up in June, June 8th through the 11th, and it's free to everybody. We want, if you're out there listening, we want you to let every veteran know about it, every Vietnam veteran, every veteran from any time. We just want everybody there. There's an education center that'll give you information on why the wall in D.C. was created, what its purpose was, and a lot of that is really interesting if you, if you don't know what it is. I erroneously thought it was like half the size, but it's actually much larger. It's three-quarter size. Yeah. So it's 375 feet long and I think about nine and a half feet tall. And it will be open 24 hours a day. Once it's set up, it is never closed four days straight. Uh, we're going to have a motorcycle escort bringing it into town. We're hoping that we can have it escorted all the way from the Missouri state line all the way into town. Is it kind of been pieces right and then it's assembled yeah, it's, okay it, it's the for the wall in dc is made up of panel granite panels okay so for every granite panel there is there there's a panel here okay, got it so we have to carry each panel over from the truck set it up so we're going to need volunteers for that okay volunteers to set it up volunteers to set it down or tear it down and then volunteers throughout the the four-day process so if there's any companies out there that have employees they want to have come out and do it we're going to be that's something we're going to be working on 
it's, we will be at Wesley United Methodist Church, yes. which is 922 West Republic Road. You mentioned nine, or uh, sorry, June 8th through 11th, open 24 hours, free to the public. And it's uh, it, it's described as a Vietnam Veterans Memorial replica, but also mobile education center. Yes, yes there's, she does have a, we do have a webpage set up okay. for it. It's the wall that heals dash serenity honors 2023.com. Okay. That's a lot. Uh, or you can go to her Facebook page, Serenity Honors, but there's more information about what the, the whole exhibit right. is. It's more than just the wall. If you have uh, any kind of church camps, daycares, anything like that, bring the little kids out. They'll get an education on it. They'll get to meet some veterans. And more than likely, just the average person will probably see some veterans that are struggling just to get sure. up and see the wall. Right. That's really hard for some of them, and that's uh, the purpose we bring it. Now, uh, there's obviously a, a tremendous cost to sponsoring this, so donations are accepted, correct? And, and se- oh, Serenity yes. Honors is a 501c3. Yes, uh, Serenity's charity is 501c3. We need to raise around twenty to thirty thousand. Okay. To put it on the way we want to put it on. So, if there's any businesses out there or people, okay. we take donations and. I think you guys have a link on the website. I'm sure you? that we do. Yes, Sarah yeah. says so we do. You can go to the KSGF website or Serenity Honors on Facebook, uh, or just type in the Wall that Heals and Serenity, and it'll come up on Google search. Okay. Any final words of wisdom over there, Serenity? Not really. Do you have more, any jokes? More whipped cream. You, have a no. good, you don't have any jokes. No. No jokes. You've never heard a joke that you can tell. No. We need. To bring you the, need to get out more. We need to bring the flamethrower next time. That'd go. be really good on the radio, right? I've seen you fire that thing up. It is a legit, for people that don't know, an absolute 100% legitimate flamethrower. I mean, I've stood, I don't know, quite a ways away and could feel the heat off of the thing. It's fun. Does that make you feel powerful to fire that thing off? She shrugs her shoulders. Uh, we can't hear that. Yeah. No, she, as soon as, as, soon as uh, we go to traffic, she'll be yammering away. All right. Well, Serenity, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming out. We'll have all the information and how you can donate to Serenity Honors and, and help bring that wall that heals to Springfield June 8th through 11th. And, uh, again, details on Facebook at Serenity Honors. Uh, also, uh, we'll have the links up on, on our website and social media as well. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right, let's have a look at that first alert forecast. Oh, by the way, I um, want to mention Tom Art says hello this morning. It is, it's a hero's breakfast, so Dr. John Lilly is going to be with us in the 7 o'clock hour as usual. But Tom Arts is on his way to Cape Girardeau. He's going to be uh, educating the people over on that side of the state as to... Um, the Constitution and, and what rights people have, and and uh, he's spreading that good work over there as he does every so often. He makes it over there. It seems like every several months. So he is out on the road uh, this morning. First alert forecast: cloudy, forty-six for a high. We got a slight chance of rain tonight, thirty-five tomorrow, fifty-five, and Sunday rain likely. Windy with a high of sixty-three. Uh, there's another story I want to talk about coming up that. To me, it seems like the it, it's a story for the sake of a story, and perhaps creating a little unnecessary. I don't want to. It's not. 
panic, but making much ado about nothing. And it has to do with this report that uh, there's a dissension of a motorcycle group coming to Branson. Uh, and the reaction so far, most of the people in Branson is like, yeah, so what? So we'll talk about that. But first, I uh, want to welcome a, a friend of the show on air. We've not had on air with us before, but Joe, who's always here on uh, Fridays, and, and uh, he's one of our good friends. And we were talking earlier in the show about the issue of home and and uh, the need of uh, the, the Green County Sheriff's Department to clear out the homeless who oftentimes illegally trespass on people's properties. And people say, but what are they supposed to do? There are resources oftentimes for homeless, particularly homeless veterans. And I think that's what we're going to hear about from Joe. How are you, Joe? Uh, okay. How are you? I am doing just fine. First of all, thank you for coming on with us this morning. Thank you. Uh, See, so you're already doing a great job. Look at that. Uh, all right, so tell us, what is it that, that we need, uh, particularly veterans or people who have loved ones or friends that are veterans that may be homeless need to know? Well, well uh, first of all, uh, if you go through the VA over there mm-hmm. uh, and you're homeless, you have to have an honorable, uh, I, I think, an honorable discharge okay. good before to know. they'll help you. Okay, good to and, know. Yeah, and, and also, um, uh, uh we lack a lot of resources. For, well, we have a lot of resources, mm-hmm. but we lack a lot, too. Got it. Because uh, the Welcome Home Center, uh, during the day, they uh, hold more than 150 to 200 uh, homeless people there. And some of them are veterans, but right. most of them are just, just homeless, you know. And also, uh, when the homeless... Uh, when someone gets in them apartment or something like that, they they can't um, take uh, their animals with them. They oh, have to uh, sure, okay. give the animals back to, you know, the humane society. Right. That's yeah. gonna be tough. And uh, I mean, there there is a lot of resources, mm-hmm. but uh, in a way, the uh, city does good with a uh, one door and. Uh, Community partnership in the Ozarks, but but we do not have uh, like a uh, 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 place where they can come during the day, like a, a day shelter. Mm-hmm. For I, I I just think the the city doesn't want to, um, you know, uh, I don't know how, what the word would be, but they don't want to take the responsibility to uh, build one because they keep on putting it off. They were supposed to build uh, one for the homeless by the VA over there five or six years ago, and that never developed. They said they said they were trying to raise money for it or get a grant, and the uh, COVID some of the COVID money that's out there now is supposed to go to help the homeless. So um, now you're Marine. I've never asked you about your military background. Uh, I'm a shitbird. <laughs> no, no, I just can't talk about. Well, that. That's not, I understand uh, that know, completely. I, I mean, no, I, there's I no need to. There. Nope, understand but, completely. You know, well, listen, we always appreciate you you coming out and and helping us. I know a lot of times. And, well, well, you you guys are excellent. And, well, thank you very and, much. And you get the word out and. You'll help people, and that's what counts. Well, one of the things, of course, we 
presented as free breakfast, which it is, but at the same time, for me anyhow, it's mostly about a reason to get people together, to get veterans together. It's, you know, uh, I see you, you do a lot of milling around, talking with people. We see a lot of the hats, you know, see some Navy over there, you got know, Marine veteran hat, um, you know, Chris Stark over there with his and, and uh, you know, just that community. And it gives us the ability when we, we take this time once a month, spend a little extra time more than usual to get information out there. You know, like we've got, we had Serenity Honors on earlier. We'll have Grandma Mary on uh, later in the program to talk about a number of different outreach things for yeah, we want those cookies yeah i want those <laughs> yep, that's, yep she always brings those cookies too uh and then you know for you and and i do want to thank you because it isn't easy to come on the radio if it's not something you're used to and that you know it's an intimidating thing and so the fact that you know you're willing to do that we appreciate that and and so you know just and i'm saying this i guess just for the consumption of people who are listening at the same time and may you know think gosh it's a lot of different guests uh uh, when we have the heroes breakfast and that's deliberate and we do that just to try to be a venue so we can get that information out there and if anything v- you know veterans that may not know about those resources whatever it might be how to fill out paperwork for benefits or uh, are struggling with homelessness or they need a ramp built or something mm-hmm. you know these are the days to come out here because there's going to be someone here that that will at least know whom to get you connected with, yeah. and and yeah. so you and know. Also, we, uh, excuse me. Also, yeah, uh, Catholic charities uh, mm-hmm. helps helps uh, veterans. That's great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for helping us get this word out and and using this day once a month to. Uh, well, well really, thank, uh, thank you. You guys are always great and terrific to me, and I appreciate. Hey, it. well. So what friends are for. Now, have you gotten your breakfast yet? What's that? Have you gotten your breakfast yet? No. All right. Well, you better get on it then, yeah. Joe. Thank you, sir. Uh, 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 <laughs> thank you. Hey, absolutely. Uh, it is our Friday Row show and, of course, the Heroes Breakfast. That thanks to Serenity Honors, Delta Roofing, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, and Scramblers. You got till nine o'clock to come out today and get your free breakfast, veterans. And as I mentioned too, if you need resources, you need to find out where to get those resources. Uh, come on out here, and and we'll be able to connect you up with someone that can point you in that direction. More in moments. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Holler Building Company, O L L E R. That's O L L E R. Want a brand new home? They're the folks for you. Maybe your family is growing, or maybe you got some moving out. You don't need all that space any longer, uh, but you don't want to remodel a home. You have particular tastes. Most people do. You don't want to rip out carpets. You don't want to change out backsplashes. You don't want to, frankly, do the things that I've been doing over the last several years with my wife when we bought our home. When we bought it, we knew these were things we were going to have to do, and we knew that it would probably take years to do, just to, you know, do a little this year, a little next year, and so forth. Well, not everyone wants to do that. If you are one of the people who do not want to do that, then Aller Building Company is for you. It's a blank slate, uh, and uh, you go into their showroom floor, and, and in a two hours' time, if you're a pretty good decision maker, you're going to have the whole inside and outside of that home to fit your personality, color schemes, um, you know, d- the uh, you know, countertops and the 
fixtures and uh, all of those things that 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 give the the house the personality. That way, when you open that door on day one, it is exactly the way you want it. That's Aller Building Company, O L L E R. Uh, there is a story that Color Ten has, and they are getting a, a degree of grief about it on social media. And I don't know that it's not deserved. It's difficult to tell whether it is deserved or not because there is very significant information that appears to be lacking from the Color 10 story. So they've, my assessment is they've done this to themselves a little bit. The story, and I uh, read you the headline, Motorcycle Club Prompts Extra Police Presence in Branson. Now, I'm going to read you the story that I pulled up here from Color 10. The Branson Police Department is putting extra plans in place as motorcycle club members are expected to head to the area this weekend. Ozark First is told area law enforcement agencies are being called in to assist. The local hospital system is also getting prepared for, quote, any potential issues. Despite our request, our team was not provided with any additional information on what the situation this weekend might consist of. However, we received multiple statements from the organizations involved. The Branson Police Department issued the following statement, quote, The Branson Police Department has become aware that a motorcycle club is planning a visit to the region. As is standard practice for region-wide events, the police department has reached out to the area agency partners to help assist with traffic and general awareness. The Branson Police Department is thankful to have such great community partners who help keep our community safe. In a statement, the Missouri State Highway Patrol said, quote, the Missouri, the MSHP, has been requested by Branson Police Chief to assist this weekend. We will provide a few additional troopers and modify our coverage in the area over the weekend. We aren't predicting any problems. This is the extent of our involvement. Cox Health Branson also issued the following statement. We are aware of a large gathering scheduled to be in Branson this week, and we have been in contact with law enforcement. It will ensure that our teams are fully staffed in the event of any potential issue. Multiple people in Branson they said they weren't worried about any potential large gatherings. We will stay with the story to bring you the latest. Now, the story itself, here it, 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 it mentions, it tags it at the end. Multiple people in Branson said they weren't worried about any potential large gatherings. Now, I, last night I'm watching the news, I'm watching the story, and I see the build-up to it, and frankly, this is just my as I'm watching it, reaction thinking, my first thought is, what, is this a gang? What, What is all of this concern about? I mean, why is it you got the hospital that is uh, issuing statements on this, you got local law enforcement, you got Missouri State Highway Patrol, everybody's issuing statements, build up, build up. And then, <laughs> then they go to talk to some business owners or people that work at businesses there. And the first uh, little clip was of these two gals. They think they worked at a restaurant, and they're like, mm, "No, we're no, we're not worried about this at all. Everything's going to be fine." Then they talked to this other business owner or person, you know, with a business, and it was a gal, and she was pretty much the same, almost like perplexed, like, "No, this is no, it's going to be okay." And when I saw that, and my wife and I were like, well, what the hell is this story about? 
the reaction on social media, so I was curious. I went to their Facebook page because you could see, I knew that they'd have the story posted and that I could see people's comments. And it was a, a, it was a combination of people confused and people believing that this was a story trying to create a story. Some of the issue here, it, what's the, how, I'm trying to think how best to put this. I don't know if this is trying to make a story out of nothing because of a very important factor that is being left out of the story by Color 10. And that is, who is the motorcycle group, organization, club, gang, whatever it is? What, what organization is it? And this is one of the I could not find an answer to this. Um People in the Branson area seem to be asking the same question. There were individuals that were randomly throwing out, oh, it's this group or it's that group. But that doesn't mean anything because you had contradictory uh, uh, motorcycle club names being thrown out. Uh, but there wasn't in the story unless there's a subsequent story to this. So we don't, I mean, if it's like Hell's Angels, is this some Christian bike club? Is it a veterans bike club? Because that can make a tremendous difference. If it's a if it's some bike organization that is known for wreaking havoc and leaving uh, death and destruction in its wake, then I can totally one hundred percent see this as a legitimate sort of okay. Well, yeah, no, I get why it is that that law enforcement would would uh, be ramping up security and that the hospitals would be called. And they're like, oh, yep, we you know we're we're on alert here. We know that this is happening. What I don't know, and this is the inference, it's clear, a lot of people are getting from this. That there is a gathering of people in a motorcycle club that's going to be taking place in Branson. Somebody, I don't know, they just called Color 10 and was like, are you aware of this? And I, the belief here that some people have, and I wonder if it's not the case as well, that this isn't a situation where you had the hospital and law enforcement all putting out these press releases, but it was instead Color 10 contacting them, and they're like, well, okay, we'll send you a release. Then they typed one up. Now, that's a much different situation. If you have these entities that are proactively sending out releases, that's much different than if they need to create one because local law enforcement called them and asked them for some sort of statement. Frankly, the the reason that I believe that this story is not really that great of a story is because it leaves everyone asking tons of questions. So instead of answering them, it is instead causing people to ask questions. I don't know which of the two scenarios is going on here, whether this is a story that sort of sorted, I don't know, was supposed to be a run-of-the-mill story, and then it got hyped a little bit, and then people are like, what, you know, started asking questions, or if really there's legitimate concern here, but for some reason the name of the motorcycle club or gang or whatever it is uh, isn't being released. But the fact that people are left scrambling for answers usually isn't a good sign uh, or a good reflection of a news story. One person did make a really great comment on social media, and they said, isn't Branson supposed to be a destination place? I mean, is that not what Branson wants, is to have large groups? I mean, of course, individuals and families, but but this is kind of sort of a great thing, right? Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. 
You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Mm. News in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed. 